friends, and welcome back to another episode of Sochuary, the podcast. I believe we are on episode six, and today we have, again, a very, very special guest because everybody that I bring on the podcast is honestly so special and like dear to my heart, and I believe that they all are like, have such an impact, not only in my life, but like, I think in lives of others, and they all have like impactful stories that I think really can have an impact on those of you listening. So today I want to welcome Vanessa. Hi. <laughs> you might know her as Vavavoom. Vavavoom Artistry. <laughs> yes. So she has done my makeup for, what have you done my makeup for? My grand opening, my sanctuary studio photos. You've done a lot of my brides. Mm -hmm. You've done Jocelyn's makeup. You've done my makeup now, I think, for like everything. Because ever since the first time you did my makeup, I'm like, I'm obsessed. Nobody can make my face like this. <laughs> I mean, you have a gorgeous face to begin with, so. Thank you. But you are also so, so freaking talented at what you do. So, you. like, you have, a s like, this just like a special touch. And then not only that, every time I've sat in your chair, we've had like the most incredible conversations. Oh, I know. We go there. <laughs> we, we which deep. is why we're here today because yeah. i'm like wait this needs to be a podcast i'm like i need to have vanessa on because we literally are so aligned i feel like i feel that too. i feel like we're in like i don't know we just have these deep conversations that like yeah you get since it. the beginning like we get too. Yeah. yeah like you get it i get it yeah. like it's like yeah oh and i'm so excited to be here i mean i'm so honored and i i love you i love your work and thank um, you Oh, I, I also took Vanessa's photos last year. Yes, she did. We're almost a year almost since a I, year we took that. Almost yeah. anniversary. So, yeah. I mean, we couldn't have chosen anyone better because we love you so much and your work and you're like beyond talented. Thank you. Thank so, you. But yeah, I'm so honored to be here and so excited. Thank you. So tell us a little bit more about like, obviously you're a makeup artist, but like tell us like everything that you do, how you got into what you do, like. Give us a little bit of like a recap of like your life and your business. So uh, probably started when I was like a really young girl. I always was involved in performing and dancing. Um, and I always found this like passion and love for hair. I was like obsessed with doing hair um, to a point that I got in trouble when I was in school, <laughs> like in first grade. And my teacher's like, you can't be oh, doing wow. your hair. And they had like a conference with my parents they're oh my like, god yeah and they were just like oh she's disrupting the class and I was always a straight-a student but it was like I was obsessed with doing my hair redoing my hair <laughs> doing my friend's hair but um, so you just start doing kids hair in like class kind of I, braids I mean anything anything I can get my hands on like a head of hair I was just like a happy camper um but yeah it kind of stemmed from when I was a young girl um performing I used to dance so I think I just always surrounded myself with being creative music dancing performance and that includes hair and makeup so I just feel like that was something that always just like lived inside of me and I kind of grew up also with just a lot of vibrancy and like music in the home like my parents they met dancing salsa you know my parents are Cuban Aww. immigrants and I just feel like That's just cute. from a young age there was always a lot of like um vibrancy you know and I feel like with like art 
art. You know, like expression. Expression. I feel like that's all, that all of that is very mm-hmm. expressive of self. Absolutely. And like the dancing portion, I mean, to this that's day, cool. my parents are 40 years in and they go dancing salsa almost every weekend. And that's so sweet. So I feel like there is just the inception of that came from my upbringing. Um, and it was just something that I, I love so much. And I started really tapping into it as I got a little older. Um, like even in high school, I was part of the dance team and I used to do everyone's hair on the team. And it, with that led into like doing makeup. And I think it was just a matter of like, wow, I really love this. And I was kind of obsessed with it. So I think that's where I kind of realized like, oh, I actually can, when you're obsessed with something, right, you can't stop thinking about it. And you just want to yeah. like keep on learning and developing and growing from it. And so, yeah. And at, you know, when you're early on in life in high school, what direction do you have? You have the direction from your family, mainly your family, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so going into graduating high school, the next step was to go into college. So what do I do in college? I get involved in school. I start studying. I studied, um, got my bachelor's in psychology. Mm. And, um, but I always did the hair and makeup on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, with so why did you go to school? Was it because of like expectations was, of culture and it, like it was an expectation? It was something that it was the quote unquote next step. Yeah, like right? what you should do. What you should do, and I feel like a lot in life. Um, I don't want to say that we're groomed, but in no, a way, I talked about that in one episode oh. where I was like, I feel like we don't follow our dreams or pursue our dreams because of what society tells us we should do or be, or even parents. Honestly, like a lot of times we go down a certain path because of what's expected of us rather than like honoring what's true to us. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like when we're young, especially in high school, you know, and I feel back then social media didn't exist when I graduated high school. I know we were lucky. Right. We were (laughs) lucky. I feel like we also had that opportunity to develop something in terms of like, you know, what is it that we wanted? Not as, as opposed to what society wanted, but that was driven by, what our parents thought we should do, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever is going to make our parents proud. Yes. So I feel like up until that point in my life, I was doing everything what I needed to do to make my parents proud. Mm-hmm. And this is the trajectory of my life. And this is what I need to be doing. And I remember my mom saying, you should get into healthcare. It has, you know, you get good benefits. It, it, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to college to find a good job, to mm-hmm. have benefits, like forget about anything creative or following yeah. my passion. I'm like, those are hobbies. Yeah. And I feel like back then, mm. a good 15 years ago, close close to 20 years at this point. <laughs> it's okay. You still school. look <laughs> Thank you. Still look like Thank it you. was 15 years ago. Um, so I just feel like then it was just like, that's what you do. You don't go and chase a hobby because that's not what's going to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. what's next. Step, what's the next step in life? You go to college, you get a degree, you get a good job. Mm-hmm. Then you find someone to marry and then you go have a family yep. and in the midst of that, you buy a house and you create a little white picket fence yep. life. Right? Yep. That's the dream. The dream. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like once I graduated college, studied psychology and then I jumped into working for nonprofits. Um, and that's always something where working for nonprofits for me, it felt more not because of the money I think it was more of like um feeding a little bit more of my soul Mm -hmm. 
I felt some sense of, uh, you know, like a passion. I felt like I was getting something out of it. I was making a difference mm -hmm. in the world. Um, I worked for an organization called Best Buddies, okay. which mm -hmm. um, works with individuals who have special, you know, have disabilities mm -hmm. and um, they promote inclusivity and all those things. So I was, in a nutshell, I was a, a job coach. I would help them get jobs. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I worked for American Cancer Society. Um, but again, the nonprofit world doesn't really yeah. pay that great. Take but care, I didn't do yeah. it for the money. I did it because there was a passion behind it. And I knew I was helping people. And I think that's always just been like the backbone of who I am. Like, I, I'm a, I love people. You are such a giver. I'm a giver. You are. That is your heart and soul for oh sure. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and sometimes later on in life I, I realize I'm like, oh, that, uh, th that can like, you know, hit me in the face a little bit when I, I give too much. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my role in life is to give, 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 give. Forget about Vanessa's just a carcass. I'm going to give all of me to everybody mm. and everything. Mm. And I feel like that also kind of stems from like my upbringing. It's just like, what else can you do for everyone else? Yes. Right. Yeah. That's how I was raised, too. It's like everything is about everybody else. You know, always trying to please everyone else. Always trying to be good enough, be, you know, feel enough always rather than then always putting yourself to the side yeah I, and i feel like that's like we're raised to like that is your purpose like what are you doing for your family what are you doing mm -hmm. for your community for others yeah yeah even like in church what can you do for for church like give 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 so mm -hmm. i'm just like well that's my purpose is to give mm -hmm. so um and all the while i was working in these nonprofits, i always did like hair and makeup on the side because it fed me right mm -hmm. it was just like i didn't even charge i mean i was i didn't even i did it for fun and so um little by little people started referring me and i'm like i don't charge i only do <laughs> I this is for fun. fun like this is like for fun it's like singing in the shower like it's like <laughs> you know um and then people started referring me and i'm like no i don't i don't charge and i don't do people i don't know and i remember it was a sorority sister that um she kind of push me she's like oh my god please i raved about you and how good you are like now they're expecting if you can possibly see them and i'm like oh my god how much do i even charge like i couldn't <laughs> even there was nothing existed back then any kind of resources so i feel like i really had to kind of create that because now if you're coming into this industry now oh my god you yeah there's so much there, resources so, like with the internet now like it's not the same as what it you can watch a TikTok and learn how to do something. You can watch a TikTok. You can watch a YouTube. You <laughs> yeah. can get get a course. I mean, back then, it, it, it just, like, it was non-existent. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to turn to my mom. I'm like, Mom, how much do I charge? So I'm like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what do you feel like you should charge? And so I was charging, like, pennies. You know, like, $50 for hair and makeup. Oh, and my God. For me, that was just like, how can I even charge for something that I didn't go to school with, mm. to school for? Yeah. And, um... It kind of stemmed from there and little by little i feel like i just like started believing a little bit more in myself i'm like okay i'm getting comfortable i think i can do this and um in 2014 i said goodbye to the corporate world i took a leap of faith went on my own it was the scariest thing but there was this little voice inside of me that said i almost didn't do it mm. and i heard this voice and it was so distinct and it said you're gonna be fine so I don't know whose voice that was. We all can assume Your inner self. my inner self. You know, I, I'm. I always say I'm like it was God. It was just like there's. It, but I, I, 
audibly heard the voice. The extension of God that the is within you. Yes, yes, exactly. And so I, I just felt at peace with my decision. And I said, okay, I let go of the corporate world, the safety of a salary, the safety of, you know, I feel like a lot of us growing up, that's, that's what we wanted because that's what was the example that was set. Mm-hmm. Work Higher. hard. Work hard, have stability in life. Yep. Because as an artist, there's no, sti- I mean, what yeah. kind of stability? But I feel like that was also 20 years ago. You, you didn't have that exposure to like people that were actually successful yeah. in industries like the one, you know, even like in photography mm-hmm. or I mean, yeah. there, I feel like if you had a success story, you were probably like a celebrity makeup artist or celebrity photographer, somebody well known, somebody yeah. well known. Like I thought like, oh my God, I didn't go to cosmetology school. Like yeah. how can I even charge for something? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the, the, the beginning of it all. And I'm here to tell the story almost nine years later. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. It just goes to show you that like, if you really want to do something and your heart is like so set on something, you can do it. You just have to trust yourself, follow your intuition and really just like go all in. That's kind of what I did with my business too. Like similar where I was just like, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I wasn't even doing it for money at first. I was just like a love and a passion that I had because I picked up a camera when I was 14 so like ever since then I like just loved photos and I never thought it could be a serious thing because for me it was like this is an art this is a hobby this is a side gig you know like this is could never be real yeah and then as I got older I was like wait but I actually really love this and like I'm telling people stories and this does matter and this can be a job so yeah, and I think it's that doubt at the beginning of like how can because I feel like when people choose a path in life it's because they can kind of see the end result and i feel like when you take a risk in life and doing like what we did you don't see it and that's even scarier and even still i'm i think like nine years in too like similar to you (laughs) where it's like even still i don't see the end result like i see it but i don't like our work kind of is like it's ever evolving i don't think there's not like it's not an end it's such it's at, it's and a journey of anything yes yes you know and, yeah. and it sees so many highs it sees a lot of lows mm-hmm. um and it just like it's constantly evolving and it's not even like it, it's um i think it just becomes richer and richer and richer like the experience yes. itself you know yeah. so i don't think there's like an end result i think it's just it, it's the journey it's like what we the path that we take and mm-hmm. what we take along with it that's yeah. that's the result that's, yes mm-hmm. yes yes all the lessons through it all of the highs and lows like you said like i said it's not right it's not a mistake it's a lesson yes right yes i love that yeah so one of the biggest reasons why i wanted to have a conversation with you today is because you are like so amazing at like i think at least i mean obviously we all like people think i'm the most confident person like i think you're extremely confident and like just so rooted in who you are but obviously we all have baggage and mm-hmm. things that we deal with personally. But I wanted to talk to you a lot about like how we can own who we are, oh, like yeah. how we can own our power. Cause like you mentioned how you, for a lot of your life, you know, you thought you had to go a certain path and you had to do things for others. And like, you still have that in you mm-hmm. obviously, because that's your core. That is who you are. So like, how have you transitioned into like being more about like, 
loving yourself, honoring yourself and putting yourself first versus like everyone else? I mean, I, what's that I, journey been? The journey has been journeying. Journey. Yeah, <laughs> journey. the journey is journeying. <laughs> um, but I feel like it just, it, it stemmed from a young age in realizing who I was and also physically, you know, I've always been a bigger girl. It's just like, that's that's who I've been, right? And I feel from, from a young age, I, underst- I understood that and that it didn't mean anything bad. It was just like, I I knew that I was worth more than what I physically like look like. And I always felt like I needed to squeeze all the juice that life had to offer, mm-hmm. right? And but so- But where do you think that came from? I mean, I feel like that that my my parents, my family had a lot to do with that. You know, my my family had a lot to do with that. I feel like they're very just like happy people. They're always thinking of, you know, life is amazing even if in the roughest times like that's amazing. You have to find you have to choose that happiness. And so I feel like everything in life is a choice. Everything yes. in life is a choice. Yeah. And like, I think we've spoken about this before. It's like, you actually have choices. You can choose one path or another path. You don't know where it's going to take you, but it's just like when you choose to go in that direction, I feel like it just starts to open so many more things. And I feel like from a young age, that was just like really deep rooted. You know, I I felt so much love in in my home and like my parents fortunately are, are still together They've been married for 40 years and I just like, I saw what that created and they just, they create a really loving, safe place. Um, And obviously the journey with like my weight has been since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. I think that was just, you know, that's also another little struggle I've always dealt with. But I realized as I got older, I wanted to be, I wanted to be happy and I wanted to have people around me feel happy or make them happy and I feel like the only way I had to do that was just kind of put aside any kind of doubts any self-negative like things that we kind of tell ourselves I I had to hush that out in order to actually like enjoy life yeah and I feel like that kind of stemmed probably in transitioning from like high school to college um you know when we're younger we see all these like beautiful models. I mean, the examples that we had in life were just like the Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's you know, who you have to be. Yeah, That's who you have to be. And I'm like, but that's not who I am. And I'm like, well, I'm going to create my own who I have to be. And I think it kind of like- amazing though to like work past that because I feel like that's where a lot of us as humans struggle thinking that we have to fit that mold in order to feel accepted and enough. And that's why we can never be ourselves. And I think it's like, it's the- unshackling of it all of like just releasing that mm-hmm. and we I think when we're young we're at not at that point where we have completely developed that that part of our brain I feel mm-hmm. where we can really say like this is who I am and this is not who I have to be yes that takes time I mean I am 30 30 something and <laughs> 30 something <laughs> and that's um, like me now yeah after I turned after like I would tell everybody I'm like turning 30 was fun but now like turn 31 I'm like I'm 31 no the 30s are the best wait till you get to 32 yeah 32 33 they have been so far yeah because it goes back to what we're talking about like you're past the like trying to please others you're past the like you just are deeply rooted in who you are yeah at least if you've put in the work and And I'm more comfortable 
Yes, yeah, and you're, you're more comfortable in saying no, and you know exactly what you want, and your yeses are even stronger. Yeah. So yeah, yes. the thirties. I yes. mean, you thrive. Yeah. It's just it's a general consensus. Yeah. Like you thrive no. in your thirties. 30. I felt that. Yeah. I have been feeling that. Sorry. I love Keep that. <laughs> um. So I feel like from a young age, it kind of stemmed from there, and I'm like, well, I want to have fun. I want to be surrounded by really great friends, and I just felt like I need. I needed to feel loved and accepted by other people. So it needs to start for within me. Yes. I mean, I used to, I used to um, make fun of myself in high school, like call myself a cow. I, I mean, it was horrendous. It was horrendous because I didn't want anyone else to make fun of me. So I used to beat myself wow. to the punchline. It was, I mean, I've debunked. I'm my own therapist. I have debunked so much of myself <laughs> over the years. And I remember my friends used to get mad at me and they're like, why would you do that? Like, and I had a friend tell me, like, my best friend, he would he would get mad at me. Like, I'm not going to be your friend if you're going to continue that because that's not cool. Yeah. Like, putting myself down. I'm like, okay, yeah. I got to I gotta switch the channel. Like, yeah. let me change it. So I think, like, when I came into college, also the crowd. And when you're in college, I feel like there's a lot of self-discovery and a lot of evolving. And I feel like I probably became a little bit more aware of that. And into my own, and a little bit more confident. I'm like, people are gonna like me for me. Yeah. People want to date me. They're gonna date me. They're gonna think any. You know, they want to be my friend. They'll be my friend. And I feel like I didn't want to miss any opportunity. I had major FOMO in every sense of the word. So I'm like, I want to go out. I want to experience this. I want to travel here. And I said yes to everything. And I just like, I kind of fell into that. And I think that's where, also, it led me to, where my business is now. Where I'm just like. I, I have to find that confidence in saying I can do it yeah. and we're going to do it because if not, it just like, um, y- you know, you get beat to the ground if yeah. you don't. Well, what most of us don't realize, what I didn't realize for a, lo- a long time was that like my outer world is an extension of my inner world. It's a reflection of my inner world. So again, you were already like beating yourself up and like beating yourself down so that others wouldn't do it, but you're already attracting that because that's who you are embodying you know so like you're believing that that's who you and what you were so I'm sure like you took on that oh I took on like a hundred percent yeah rather than like taking on like no I am beautiful this is my body I am accepting Mm -hmm. you know like I'm sure there's such a difference with who you are now accepting yourself versus like who you told yourself that you were oh absolutely I mean, and, and my family was always extremely supportive, like always lifting me up, always praising me, you know? So I feel like it was, I put that on myself mm-hmm. that didn't come from anywhere else. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, if I'm going to make fun of myself, that means no one else can make fun. It's, it's either me or, or no one. I'm not going to yeah. get hurt by anyone. Yeah. So hence the walls went up. You I was going to say, I had to protect myself. living that way, yeah. Living, living that way, I protected myself so much, and I'm like, no one's going to hurt me. And not mm-hmm. that I experienced hurt, but I think probably when I was younger, I had a few little bullies of, like, you know, saying not nice things. Yeah. And I'm like, no one's going to, I'm not going to let anyone do that to me ever again. So I'm going to beat them to the punchline. Yeah. And I protected myself at from that point on, and I feel like... um. Yeah, I had to, later on in life is when I realized, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what, did, what did you do? Like, why'd you do that? But you don't, you don't realize what you're doing 
when you're younger until until later on yeah no (laughs) your adult self looks at your like young adolescent self self, and you're like you didn't have to do that but it's okay it's it's part of it's part of your story yes yes that's why i'm so accepting of like everything because people will be like i'm so sorry you had to go through that and it's like thank you but i'm not because without all of our like life experiences and lessons like would i choose to go through it again no absolutely not but i am grateful and i'm sure you can be grateful for all of the lessons Mm -hmm. that you've had you know throughout your life because they've brought you to who you are and what you are now and like yeah we were meant to we were meant to live those it's it's i feel like that life is already kind of preset for you like you're actually meant to live that and i didn't realize that till now in the last especially in the last like three to four years where I'm just like oh my god all of that was supposed to happen well I think when you change your perspective to like this knowing that things are happening for you rather than to you Mm -hmm. it changes everything and then you become a lot more accepting of life because then you're just like no this experience is for me as much as it sucks because some of us go through really really hard things that like I don't wish upon anyone you know mm-hmm. but like sometimes we have to go through those experiences to learn a certain lesson or to you know deepen our relationship with self and others or whatever it is we're all here to build and grow and evolve I live think. the human experience yes yes yeah. yeah whatever it's meant to be that's why I told you earlier I'm like what's what's meant to be yours is meant to be yours and if it's not that's okay that's okay too yeah you know and it's just all part of our journey and I feel like when you fully bring that in and fully be in it and live in it you and also in a in a sense of gratitude because I realize that living gratitude is just like thank you for letting me live this life for letting me experience these moments to go through the hardships I had to go through because I learned those lessons and to experience the highs and everything in between and it's just like it makes life so much more rich yes like i i don't know in a weird way i emotionally feel rich if that makes any sense yeah no it does a thousand percent because i feel that because ever since i decided to honor myself and honor my emotions because you know like growing up i didn't really know too much about emotions and i didn't know that like it was okay to cry i didn't know it was okay to like feel feel all the feelings because you know we're taught like if you if you cry too much you're a cry baby if you or you're too emotional you know like I remember growing up like some of my like family members would tell me you're so emotional like you're so emotional and then actually throughout throughout high school because like I used to cut myself and stuff like that and I was like super emotional like really so I took on that role of like I remember one of my one of my aunts started calling me emo and I took that on as my identity. So, like, I would tell people, like, oh, yeah, I'm emo. Like, that was, like, my nickname. And I actually took on that, like, identity. And, like, for me, that's how I found myself or I thought I did, you right. know? So, like, I took it on and I was, like, emo for years. Well, because someone on the outside of you labeled you as that. Yeah, because I was emotional. But it was also because, you know, I was young. I didn't know how to navigate my feelings and emotions Versus today, I'm like, my emotions are my power. My Mm. emotions are my guides. My emotions lead me to the most beautiful places in order to be present and experience all of life. So, like, there's a difference, you know? Like, and I'm super grateful for all of that because it's brought me to where I am now, where I'm like, 
you know what? If I want to feel sad, I'm going to feel sad. If I want to feel really happy, I'm going to dwell in this happiness. I'm going to sit in this happiness and immerse myself in it because I deserve it. You know, and it's part of the human experience. And a lot of times we block ourselves, like you said, in order to guard ourselves from like feelings because we think it's safer there, but it's really not. It's really not. Yeah, you're not fully experienced what you're meant to experience. And I always, I, I tell friends, I tell family, I'm like, if you feel this way, just feel it. Be mm-hmm. in it. It's okay. Yeah. You're angry. Feel that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, if you're sad, feel that. You know, if you feel proud, like just be in it because actually that's what life is. Yeah. You know, I feel like people just count life as like the little, all the moments and all the the milestones and like, you know, the physical attainment of things. And I'm like, no, it's life is what, how you feel and, and how we evolve from that and like what we take from it. Cause at the end of the day, when we're no longer here, what do we take with us? We can't we can't take the car that we bought. We can't take the house that we, you know, it's just like we take what we actually feel and, you know, our soul. Right. Yeah. And, and it's what the soul feels and what feeds the soul. And I feel I, I'm, I'm a true believer that eventually our souls, they continue to, to go on. I believe that too. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I always feel I'm like, I'm, I'm this, this soul living in this, you know, cubic body exactly yeah exactly this is your vessel yeah yeah i think too often too we like live like kind of what you're saying how we live for milestones rather than living in the moment like you know we're looking forward too much to these milestones rather than like celebrating the little things like i don't know i woke up and i'm healthier i'm in a good mood or i i don't know anything little like just the fact that you were alive and breathing that's why I think I've actually recently kind of stopped meditating which I'm like I need to get back into it but like I remember when I would meditate every day and like I would just have so much gratitude like daily Mm. and like I would be so because I was able to be more present with myself I would be able to be like experience so much gratitude for the littlest things and then like you're like in bliss and like you're just I don't know enjoying life and like fully being present to life I'm there with you. Yeah, I feel like um, throughout the years, I've been practicing more gratitude, like in the mornings, just like being so grateful just for even the smallest things, you know what I mean? And just understanding and realizing like it's life is happening for me, not to me. And I'm just like so grateful. You know, I could be have like two pennies in my account and I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful that I have those two pennies in my account. Or I'm just like, thank you for allowing me, I wake up every day, thank you for allowing me to wake up this morning, to do what I love, to be surrounded by the people that I love and love me back. And when you start to live in gratitude, it it just like, I don't know, I think it just filled up my cup even more. And it doesn't matter what else happens that day. You know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm so fully fulfilled that because you ground yourself in that gratitude so it's like again it goes back to i am choosing to ground myself in this gratitude and whatever happens i'm not going to allow it to sear me away from this core this center that i am aligned with again a choice yes you said you're choosing yes and of course it's a practice it's easier said than done absolutely i don't think anybody is ever just always in bliss because you know we're no. humans we're allowed to feel all sorts of emotions and things 
But I think that an important thing is knowing that you can always go back to that core, to oh, that yeah. alignment, to that, you know, that feeling of gratitude. Always go back there. And I remember hearing a, a podcast from Tony Robbins and he was saying how um, it's actually harder for people to choose happiness mm-hmm. than to live in, you know, it's easier for people to like live angry mm-hmm. or live yeah. in a sense of I've misery. Heard, yeah. It's just, it's actually more comforting for some people yeah. to have that, um, that really like negative that drowning feeling of life and like yeah they kind of because it's so easy to find the wrongs with everything you know it's easy it's easier to be negative it really is because i can wake up and be like i hate how i look i hate how my hair is today i hate how i don't know i oh that person cut me off driving i hate this food i have no money for food i my bank account isn't high like literally we can we can think of things on things on things like and that's the energy yeah. like that's mm-hmm. not the energy that yeah we want to give off and i feel like you you start your day with the energy that you choose to have that day mm-hmm. you know you like i had a really good friend tell me recently she's like i feel like you romanticize everything about your life i'm like what do you mean she's like even like if you're making a salad and you're like cutting a cucumber you're like <laughs> truly in that moment enjoying i'm like yeah, you're right. She goes, even if you make a coffee, like I just make it so profoundly like amazing, delicious. I'm so grateful. I love it. And like, and that's really what it's all about. Like you, you choose to have that energy. And I feel and like fi- finding the joy in the little things, you know, because I'm like that too. Like, I don't know for me, like the same thing, like making a coffee, I want it to look pretty and aesthetic and everybody bothers me. They're like, you're so extra. Like, but I'm like, no, but you don't get it. Like this, this is like my energy, you know, like it's a re- extension of my energy. And like, if I'm not making my outer world look as beautiful as I want my inner world to be, then like, it doesn't match, you know, like I, they need to go hand in hand. I think that goes back down to like the way you present yourself to the world every day, like dressing up doing your hair doing your makeup like don't get me wrong you don't have to do a full glam every day and like look crazy but like I do think that the way you present yourself to the world really is an extension of like your inner world and it's it just like changes your mood it like makes your energy just that much more vibrant I agree yeah but I I, I'm a big energy believer and we've spoken about this too like I work off of energy I mean and what and both of what we do is creative and anything creative that you know that's that's all energy forming oh yeah and um it's just i i thrive off of it probably more so than anything else and i feel like what you create out of that is what you know what comes out of it it's it's just like it's magical but it's like the energy that you put into it Mm -hmm. into anything in life um so yeah i'm a big energy manifestation like (laughs) i am putting all of this out into the world and i and i realized like you put in that negative those negative thoughts or you create like what you don't have right that's also a negative thing like i don't have this i don't have that i wish for this i wish for that and i'm like that's that's what you're throwing out into the universe Mm -hmm. you know why don't you say like i am so grateful i have this or i will have it yeah or I mean, that is really great, too. I do that, too. I'm like, I will have that. But then also it's like retraining your mind to say, like, okay, I want that. How can I get there? Mm-hmm. You know, and like creating a direction, creating a path to aligning yourself with the things that you want. Yep. 
So it's like a whole mind. It's a mindset. Like it's, it's just changing your mind. It's it's when I I, uh, I don't get to read often. I think I prefer listening to podcasts more often. But there's a podcast I was listening to called Unfuck Your Brain. Okay, okay. I I might have heard that one. Um, kind of and funny. it's about your mindset and how you creating mind work about you know how you see and how you perceive things and it's it's basically about um how you move forward and and what you want in life and how you just shift the smallest little thing in your brain mm -hmm. and it's like in and it kind of clicked i didn't realize like how much of that is is your mindset the minute you change that i'm like oh, a light bulb just went in my head and i'm like oh my god and that just trickled into so many things into like people pleasing into you know having FOMO like what am I missing out why do I feel this way mm -hmm. and you start to dissect everything about you where you're just like oh my god my brain consumes everything that I do and I need a but I have control over it but you don't mm -hmm. think you do yeah but you do yeah so I think that's just like one of those things now in my in my 30 somethings <laughs> where I realize in my 30 somethings <laughs> where I realize that I'm like no I'm my, I'm actually pretty powerful in like what you choose and how you choose it and how how you mm -hmm. move forward in life and like what you want out of it and yeah it's just life is really magical after making that switch yeah and, and the most beautiful thing is that we can all have it it's just choosing to align ourselves in with that space you know I think it all begins with at least for me it began with becoming self-aware and recognizing like my thought patterns, recognizing like my choices, recognizing that like, wait, in this moment I can choose. You know, just like having that self-awareness changes everything. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I can talk <laughs> days and days and days about like, you know, what, how we create and what we create. And I always say, I'm like, you know what also, there's also very like really special people in this universe that I feel have the capacity or have evolved into learning how to tap into that. Cause some people actually don't, Yeah, they don't, they never get the opportunity to, to get there. I have so many moments where I'm like, I'm just so grateful that I am able to experience this life. I mean, for me, it didn't come at, as e at an easy cost because I've been through so much in life, but like, I am very, very grateful to like experience the things I've experienced and like have the self-awareness that I have. And like I talked about like in one of my podcasts how like what it was for me that started my whole like life change. And it was ayahuasca, which like that just like really like transformative. Oh, my God. Changed my life. Yeah, I feel like um, and it, it starts with the brain. Mm -hmm. Right. That's really what it was me becoming self-aware that's why I say for like I truly believe everyone gets to this path can get to this path like get to this like destination through any path for me it was through ayahuasca and like I remember just like for me the beginning point was that self-awareness where it's like whoa I am in charge of this vessel I am in charge of like my destiny you know like I have choices I can choose who, what I want to think, not what I want to think, but like what I want to like hold on to or like what I want to like believe and like just knowing that you have the power to choose. 
And what a breakthrough. People feel, I think people feel trapped in their brain. And they're, they're like, this is how I am. And this is what it is. And this is how it has to be. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, you have the power. Like, you have, it could be so much more than what you think life is. You know what I mean? And I feel like people also hold on to the things that have happened to them in their in their past. They they become what that is to them. You know what I mean? Like, or if, you know, they are they were abused they're like they are the abused and they live their life mm-hmm. feeling yeah, that way you take that on you take that like on your personality personality your identity yeah and and you have the power to literally release yourself from that um but i think it just depends on the person and some people maybe it might take longer than others to yeah. to get to that well, it's point. a lot of work <laughs> it is a lot of work and, and it's, it's a lot a- of patience because some i think people actually lose patience just trying to get there and yeah. and they want it from one day to the next like yeah. we're not well, because here. also a lot of it too is we think we have to change ourselves but it's no it's not changing yourself i think it's it's aligning with your true self and listening to your true self rather than listening to like your thoughts and your like because your mind will tell you the craziest things it's listening to that gut feeling that intuition listening to your heart and following that you know your soul well I think people don't do that because they're afraid of what that intuition is telling them. Mm-hmm. I think people are, are scared of that inner voice. Yeah. And it is, it is scary. It can, and, and I feel getting to that core of who we are, people are scared to get there because then that means that they might get hurt. That means that they don't know what the unknown, you know, that's like when people create those boundaries within themselves, they can't get to that inner part of them because they've, built all of this they built a little like fortress around them yeah. and they can't get there yeah and until you break those walls and you finally are with the core of who you are that's it life life starts to turn in this other direction that you're just like oh my god everything is like everything can be mine and everything is beautiful and i don't know it's just like life feels rich life starts to feel rich Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I, I that. literally ever since then. I, I, I mean, I've had a whole transformative like past four years, which you know about. But yeah, which I want to talk about. Yes, we'll get into that. <laughs> I want to talk about like relationships and like because I feel like this all ties into that, where it's like following that inner voice and like doing the things that make you happy. Yeah, no matter what people say. And I mean, I, I my story is it's probably it's significant to me but you know I I realize as time passes it happens you know a lot of people have a similar story to me where in my mid-20s you know I've always dated men um I in my mid-20s I was in a serious relationship where I was even a stepmom um so yeah it was it was it was a lot and I just felt like this is my path this is what was chosen for me I'm going to go along with it and this is what it is, right? And so I just thought, okay, I am I, and I wasn't even working for myself at the time. I remember I'm like this is I guess what life is meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um and once that relationship ended, I was single for like 4 years when I hit my 30s. 
So that's why I like loved my 30s. I started finding myself. I started traveling. I started meeting the most amazing people. And I, I, I realized I started meeting people outside of my circles. Um, because growing up in South Florida, you can get into your little <laughs> mini, you know, circle, cliques. And yeah, uh, a lot of Miami's big, but it's a small little town, right? And it can suck you in. And I realized that there was so much more when I, I started traveling, started making friends in other parts of the world. And just like my my mind started opening up to a lot more things. And I feel like f- from forever, I feel like I've always been able to connect with people when they allow me to connect with them. And also it feels safe. Yes. So I'm like, I, I can relate wholeheartedly to I that. Always, <laughs> I always say, right? I'm like, I am, I am a glass window. Like you can see right through me. You can see right through me unless you break me. Mm. And then those pieces, mm. what, what happens when you break glass? Those pieces cut. So I'm just like, you have, I mm, trust I you. That. I trust you because you trust me. Yeah, that's like my little Scorpio um, uh, little tagline that I always say <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like a looking glass. Like you can see right through me and clear and, and it is, you get what you what you see. Yeah. But just don't don't break that trust. Don't break that because those pieces cut and I just, I don't go backwards. I'm literally very similar. Yeah. And so I feel like in life, when I realized that I felt safe with this person, I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable with you and I'm going to go there. So I feel like just connecting with people was something very normal to me. Like, you know, it can be anybody, men, women, it just, if I felt like I can connect with them on a deeper level, it just like, it fulfilled me. And I think that's who I am mm-hmm. at, at my core, just like fully connected. I think that's why we've connected so well, because we've gone there, mm-hmm. you know, cause yeah. sometimes, and, and I felt safe with you and I know you felt safe with me. And it's just like that energy and that space that like we created, we're like, let's lay it all on the table because, because we can. And, and so I just, for those years that I was like single and traveling, I was meeting amazing people and just connecting on a deeper level that I feel like maybe people in my life, I couldn't, I couldn't go there because maybe a sense of judgment or, you know, it's just like how we're programmed growing up and maybe Hispanic families too. And in South Florida, there's just like this mindset that, you know, you're, you're not going to go there with someone Mm -hmm. because they might use it for something else. They might judge you. They might talk shit about you, uh, you know, so you just don't feel safe. But, um, yeah, so I feel like within that, I just started developing this, like, inner self of of wanting to have, like, deeper, purposeful relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we get older, our circles go smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh, so yeah. um, <laughs> A lot smaller. A lot smaller. <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, can't trust you, can't trust yeah. you, okay. It's like, okay, it's really small now. And, and you know what, and that's okay. A lot of times, people in life, there's a season for them. Yeah. And they were there to be, they were meant to be there. You yeah. know, it's like with with any ex, with any, or an ex-friend, mm-hmm. or it could even be a family member you don't talk to anymore. Like, there is a season for them, and they were actually meant to be in your life at that point in your life. thousand percent. Yeah. that that's it it's not like I regret that like no yeah. I, I actually don't regret any of that because yeah. they built who who I am today and they built my story and I'm so grateful for the experience that, that I had with them yeah and it's just like at the end of the day it's you have to leave in 
leave them exactly where they were because sometimes people want to revisit it and then it brings up too much hurt and pain. Well, I think that's because we we don't accept it and we don't like heal from things. We just kind of try to like brush things off and move on rather than like actually facing it and facing like the emotion, the pain, whatever it is, and then healing from it mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, this is a part of my story. I accept it and I move on. Yeah, that's it. And sometimes I, I was going to piggyback earlier. Sometimes it's also culturally like, you know, we both come from Hispanic families and just like talking about your feelings is a no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like, even now I feel like it's so, um, refreshing to hear people like, you know, going to therapy and just like talking about that. And it's, it's very, you release so much, mm-hmm. but just like growing up, you know, and generational kind of trauma, it, you don't, you don't talk about it. Yeah. It's all brushed under the rug. Um, and that's with all sorts of relationships in your life. We don't talk about it. We don't mention it. Like, yeah, you yeah. move on. Like yeah, if you nothing just move happened. On. Yeah. But yeah. you're actually still holding on oh, to so much baggage. Yeah. And I'm like, you can release all of that. Like, let it go. Yeah. But you have to deal with it and face it, which is harder than, or at least it seems as it's harder. Exactly. But, um, yeah. And so as I got older, you know, I just started, I remember feeling like I knew I was ready to find someone to find love. And I remember writing a list of things that I wanted in a partner. It was Mm -hmm. like a list of like 40 things. And I remember how I wanted to feel in this relationship Mm -hmm. Um, down to like, I mean, I even pictured them too, like physically what they wanted, what I wanted them to look like and how I wanted to be, how I wanted to live this life with this person. And I remember I wrote an entire list. I dated it with time and I put a tiny little prayer and I folded it up and forgot about it, put it, snuck it somewhere. But it's like, I threw that into the universe. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of years after that, when I was living with a roommate, my roommate's friend um, started coming around and which the roommate's friend is a female. She started coming around and, um, you know, and mind you, this was someone that I knew from college and I'm like, oh my God, I can't stand her. Like, why is she friends with her? And why is she coming into my like space? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, fine. And so as I start to get to know her, I'm like, oh my God, she's kind of like me. Like our birthdays are a few days apart. Wow. She's not as bad as I thought she was. <laughs> and, um, time progresses and again I start we start talking we strike up a friendship and we start to connect on like on a deeper level and I didn't think much of it because again I've already connected with people along the way so I'm like I connect with people easily like if you allow me in I'm gonna come in and the same you know goes for me and so as time progresses and mind you she had already she's dated women and men in the past and at the moment you know, she had been dating women. So little by little, I'm like, I'm starting to feel some type of way. I'm, I'm, I'm connecting in a way. I'm like, I don't want to give That's her not, false yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to give her any false hopes. And then next thing you know, I'm just like, I'm, I start to feel something for her, something a little bit more that I was not. It just like took me by surprise. And she felt the same way. And I'm like, what is this like? And I... I, I started, I, I, instead of, I, bl- I had to block my feelings for a little bit because I'm like, this is not who I am. Like, mm. I've never been attracted to women. I never felt like I was gay. Like, it just like, that wasn't who 
what my life was. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, this is not, this is not who I am. Like, why am I feeling this way? What is happening Mm -hmm. to me? And, um, little by little as time passed, I realized I'm like, I think I'm falling in love with this person. And I'm like, this is so crazy. And so, um, I remember going through a big journey with just, you know, understanding myself. Um, I mean, if there is any time to test (laughs) who you are, that was the biggest test of my life was realizing like, hey, this is who you thought you were. Guess again. You know, when you think you had it all figured out. And um, and I realized like, you know, when I started dating Chelsea, I'm like, this is this is crazy. Like, how can I this is not the life that I thought for myself. Like, you know, I was going to get married and have kids in a white picket fence again. Like, yeah, the dream, the yeah. dream. And I'm like, and then I remember that list that I made. And I'm like, on my list, it says, you know, he was meant to have green eyes with like a beard and like, you know, <laughs> which Chelsea has green eyes. So as as time passes, I, I start no to beard with green no eyes. beard. And then I realized <laughs> I actually manifested this list out of the person that I wanted she had everything, everything on that list, mm. minus the beard and, yeah. you know, the obvious <laughs> things. And I, I just realized I'm like, I, I don't think I can live life without this person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to live life without this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is this going to affect the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. I can't. And then I thought, I almost thought, I'm like, I can't do this because of my family. I can't do this because of my friends. And I'm like, wait, am I short selling myself now? Am I like robbing myself from a possible amazing life Mm -hmm. because for the sake of others I'm like "Uh uh-uh wait a minute Vanessa yeah and I think that's when I truly started putting myself first at Mm. my young young years of like 34 (laughs) 34 (laughs) or I was 30 I was like 33 turning 34 okay and so I remember when I finally had to tell my friends, it was like a whole spectacle because, you know, I, I've never dated women. And it was just like one of these things, like, are you sure? Is this a phase? And I'm like, I think I'm a little too old for phases. (laughs) And I think at this point in my life, I really understood who I was and just like meeting Chelsea, um, was a major curveball in my life, Mm -hmm. but she opened up this entire new life and door for me that I'm like, wait a minute, you're right. Like, I can't, we can have it all, you know, because I thought, how am I going to have kids? I'm like, you can still have kids. You can still have that happy relationship. And even telling my parents, that was like huge. Like, what do I say I am? Like, yeah, how was that? Oh, my God. That was, so that was actually during the pandemic. So I think my mom, my parents probably suspected it. Um, but my family had already met Chelsea and they loved her so much. So I wasn't like, Hey, here's someone new. Just like they loved her so much. And she's such a special person. Um, that I think I told her a week before my niece was born and I'm like, our family's about to experience a huge milestone in our life that I need to tell her before this happens. And I remember telling my mom and she was in tears and I'm like, mom, I'm not telling you bad news. I'm just telling you, I'm like, I I fell in love with her. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, I just Mm. felt like, how do I explain that I don't feel? She's like, but have you always felt like you were into women? I'm like, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that I fell in love with this person. Mm -hmm. And my dad got it. My dad is a little bit more of a hippie. So like, I think Mm -hmm. he understood that 
I fell for the person. And in, in hindsight, I realized, then I understood myself even more. I'm like, I love the person. I love the soul, right? Mm -hmm. More than what the exterior is mm -hmm. and how that person makes me feel whole. And like, you know, after that, I just think like, I don't know. If I go to try to find someone, anyone, anyone better than her, like, I don't think I can, man or female. Yeah. You know, and I feel like it's just like, I'm so fulfilled in life, like in everything I do, everything across the board that like, I can, I, I feel like we can just like, we can rule nations, rule worlds, like the world can crumble, but it's like, I have her and I just feel like home. I feel safe. I feel like oh, I can. And it's mm, so hard to find that. to find that in someone, you it know, is. because it's like people are always seeking something in someone else that you should actually seek in your uh, in yourself. In yourself. Yeah. And and I recognized that before I started dating her, I knew who and I I was content, happy with just being me alone by myself. And I started living living this happy life. And I realized I didn't really need so, oh, anyone. I I had myself. Mm -hmm. And I had everyone around me that loved me and cared for me. And I'm like, you know what? If this is what my life is, I'm I'm so happy. And I think that's the true, that's like when you find yourself at that core yeah. is when the things that you really want in life start to come at you yeah. at a fast pace. And you're like, the life, this life, I couldn't have expected it for myself, but it's like even better than what I anticipated. Yeah, I can, I can relate to that because... But you I, went through something I, similar yeah, too. literally the same thing except of that feeling of like, okay, just being accepting of your life. I remember I was very accepting like in the season that I was in, like in my marriage. And I was like, this is what it is. I love myself. I'm I basically was like felt very alone for years and years, but I was like accepting of that. I was like, I'm happy with myself and I'm accepting this, you know, like this is what my life is. And so I realized it's like, no, it doesn't have to be this, like. But I think that was the core of, like, who I am today. And, like, that's why I think it's so important to choose, like, a partner wisely because they'll bring out the best in you. You know, they'll help you to be and feel like a better person. And it's so know? liberating because I know you fully understand, like, what, what I feel because you went through a similar, like, our stories are different yet similar in mm -hmm. that sense. And it's, like, when you find that person, that partner, it's truly a partnership. Yeah. Like in life and with, with everything, you know, because we're, we're two women. So it's like, we're the roles, you know, how do you choose what role is mm. what? And so I feel like, how do you do that? I just wonder that. Yeah. Serious you know question. what? I feel like the roles, it's kind of like, we just like assume the roles in, in general. Like it's just like naturally, it's like natural. And it, it's, I think that's why it just, it works. We are this true partnership where we, I see that with you guys, we understand each other so much and it's just like she has my back I have hers a hundred thousand percent and I've never felt so safe so stable in my life yeah you know because my job is it, it's not one to to be you know it, <laughs> it's not your safety in your it's home it's not the safety <laughs> I mean nine years in now you know I can forecast like my business and yeah. I feel like you know but when you when you've been working for yourself for a while you can kind of you build stability over time yeah but in relationships and at home it's just like the the world can be rocking and I just know like that is my safe haven and you know when I think that's like the best way to describe it it's like you find a true partnership 
you know, what I lack, she picks up and vice versa. And it's just so seamless, so seamless. And nothing, I think along the way, it's just like we kind of assumed our own, you know, like I know I cook and she will do the dishes. It's just (laughs) assume she's the one doing laundry at home or, you know, it's just like certain things, even like packing, like, you know, I feel like I always, I am fully supported no matter what. And like, she's there and it's exactly what I needed in life. So I think I recognize that like, it's not about that. She was a woman. And I'm like, cause that was a whole nother evolution. It was just like, how am I being supported? Yeah. Do I it's feel just the role peace? that she fits? You know, like yes. you said the partnership, the that partnership. You have. And, and I, I told this to a friend recently, I'm like, you know, and it felt easy. I think that was like the biggest thing, which I think we've spoken about yeah. it too. That yeah. It's like weird. It's like, is this normal? Yeah. <laughs> I have so many moments where I'm like, this is like too seamless and too easy. But that's when it's right. Yeah. That's I've when I've learned right. that. And and I had to ex- I had to realize that I'm like, it just feels so easy. Like I I I I kind of feel guilty sometimes in just knowing that like I have I'm living like my best life. I am living at the most it's like the most peace I've ever had in my life. The but most you ability. You shouldn't feel guilty because it's the choices that you've made that led you to this. The hard choices. You're right. I think part of me, well, part of my people pleasing is that I feel I get what that you feel. feel right? No, We're I get that empaths. feeling. Yeah, where it's like I feel bad because I'm experiencing life so beautifully when others aren't. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's their experience. Correct this is ours you have to own it because this is the life that you have and that you've chosen you know like you've made hard decisions to be where you are yeah and everyone else can do the same I've had to come to that like understanding too because like so many times I'll be like I can't show that I'm too happy like what are people going to think of me you know like when I remember when I posted my boyfriend at first like I was so happy and like I felt bad that I felt so happy and you broke the internet (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you guys, have you seen you guys? (laughs) Thank you. But like, I remember like, it was like one of the happiest times of my life, like finding my person, my soulmate. But it was also one of the hardest because it's like, I felt so guilty for feeling so happy. But it's like, this is my story. This is my, this is what I've chosen. So like, I need to own it. And I'm happy. So like, happiness comes and goes. So, like, it's important for me and all of us to choose it moment to moment. But how crazy to feel to feel guilty. I, I think it's just like, you know, if you're if you're happy, you shouldn't be showing that you're happy yeah. or that you found like because then what you're gloating. And I'm like, I can't be. I go, let me just downplay it a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, no, I'm literally like streaming, screaming at the top of a mountain. Like, I'm just like beyond myself because I am, I'm, I'm so happy. And I'm like, I, I know that there's people around me that don't feel the same way. So I'm like, let me just, let me let them feel that. I don't want to put that on them. No. I don't want to make them feel bad. And I think that all ties into like, you know, the empath in me too, which mm-hmm. you, you, you feel other people's energy. I so feel deeply. other people's energies. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you hurt. I hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I can feel you hurting and yeah. I can hurt that same hurt. But but it's not your, you know, know, it's like not, that's what I had to learn. It's like, it's not mine to carry. I can only carry my own. Like if I'm here trying to carry everyone's loads, then like, 
it I, I won't be living mm. you know you won't live your life and I think that comes that's so rooted into like our upbringings it's like we have to care for everybody else mm-hmm. right and it, and when you realize sometimes people realize too late in life like why didn't I care for myself first yeah you know it's just like that con that that idea of like you know you you find your true happiness first so then you can find and and you can exude that to other people mm-hmm. but like if you're not happy that baggage is going to continue into yeah. whatever relationship you do whatever you do in life yeah yeah and it's just like it, you have to start within you and have yeah. that happy relationship with you and then everything else kind of trickles into yes. that but yes. yeah it's just like one of those things like oh i'm and, and i really i i shun it down and i'm like we shouldn't be we need to we be, shouldn't be downplaying our we happiness downplaying or our successes we should be if anything you should be your biggest cheerleader because i believe like if you're not your biggest cheerleader how do you expect others to be absolutely you know like you are the example of how you want to be treated you are the example of you know teaching others that they can be where you are absolutely you know that's why like i post so many things like about like my success and like my joy and all of that just to remind others like you can have the same thing and i think sometimes we're nervous to post that because it's just like are we gonna get the backlash of like oh look at them oh they're like yeah which you will Probably. And I'm like, that's, you probably that's will. fine. <laughs> right. So I, f- I feel like, okay, I mean, that's you, boo. Like, yeah. That I, I, and I think I've realized that too. Now I'm like, your thoughts, that's, that's how you choose to feel. Yes. I can't, I, that's, that's not me. I can't control what your, what your thoughts and your emotions. I know what I'm feeling and I'm in control of that and like the direction of my life. Because when you consume yourself with like what other people, that's another huge thing. It's oh, like, yeah. I did what that. were other people there. Yeah. thinking? And I'm just like, and I, I read a book. I don't know. If you, have you ever read the book Untamed? Yes, I, I love Untamed. Oh, that was also very life changing for All me. Right. So life changing for me too. And I feel like. That's my cheetah tattoo? Yes. It's the cheetah untamed. tattoo. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then I became a cougar. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's literally so funny. Oh my God. I You're so chance. right. Yeah. They're like same family. I mean, not the same thing, but. But yeah. But same family. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that unleashing after I, I actually, that book is pretty life changing. And I just yeah. tell, I get. It uh, really is. I, that copy of that book. I'm like, you need to Such read it. Such a good book. Everybody. And, um. It really, after I read that book is where I actually got the, not the willpower, but just like, I actually got the courage to go and tell my family about Chelsea Mm. and just be like, I have to live my life. Like I'm living my life for everyone else. When is it going to be my turn? And, and I realized after reading that book, it was such an aha moment. And that's when everything changed, everything changed. And I learned how to start setting boundaries. And I realized what you know what 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 i was doing what i was doing for others how how it was eating me alive you know i always felt like my purpose in life was to be there for everybody mm. i ran at the drop of a hat for anybody who needed mm. me because i felt like that's what i'm on this earth for yeah. i'm on this earth that's where you probably felt validated a hundred percent you didn't have enough validation within yourself right hence the making fun of myself i mean yeah i was making i was putting myself down from day one yeah 
you know? And I think that's just like, and when I crack that code, I'm just like, oh my God, what have I been doing? Like, I used to put my business in the back burner. I used to put just anything for me, my health, everything was like, yeah, girl, take a back seat, take a, take a number because it's not you yet. Yeah. It's everyone else, everyone else around me, getting married, everyone else around me, having kids, my family needing whatever. Like, I'm like, I'm there because this is what I'm here on this earth for is for everyone else. Mm. Not you until I read that book. Mm. And it's so life changing. Like, I think it's everyone's such a good book. Yeah. It's such a good book. But your tattoo, I, I love that. That makes some sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so funny. Hello. Life is hilarious. Right? Yes. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, I think that was, like, the huge turning point in my life where I, and I learned how to set boundaries, which I didn't know how. Yeah, we're not, it's not something we're taught, you know? Exactly. It, we have to learn that for ourselves. I mean, now there's a lot more resources on, like, mental health and, like, yeah. how to live a healthier life. But, like, I feel like growing up, you don't really you don't know what that means or what that entails or like how to go about setting boundaries or no yeah. one like we're um I was a yes girl I said yes to everything even if it like sacrificed something for me I yeah. was yes whatever you need yes yeah. and then I found the power of no mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my god I don't think I can do that <laughs> I can't say no I can't say no and and Chelsea actually is one of the She's like, she's also been such a turning point in my life because she made me realize so many things. She's like, so what happens if you say no? And I'm like, I will literally crumble at the seams. <laughs> you know, it's like, people need me. People need me. They're like, people will live. Like They will figure it out. They will figure it out. Just and like I'm, you figure things out, everybody else can. And I'm, I'm like, that's impossible. Like their <laughs> whole existence is because I am there. And they need me and I'm, I'm the one who can be there for them. And they're like, no, you need to be there for yourself. I'm like, that, no. And mm. then, um, yeah, the rest is history after that. And I feel like it's just so many things. My business has evolved even from that point on. Um, how I see life, how, you know, how to approach certain things in life and relationships. And I mean, we're just ever ever-changing ever-evolving and i think that's the beauty of it too yeah. like change is change is good change yeah. is good evolving is good if you stay the same like what's what's the, what's point? the point yeah what's the point and i just feel like that's that's the beautiful th that's the beauty of life you know it's it's the, never the same every day is a new day every day is a new day and it's like how it's all perspective mm -hmm. it's how you look at it Mm -hmm. and how you create you know it's like i want to be sucking all the juice out of life and out of this like beautiful journey that whatever happens that's how it's meant to happen mm -hmm. you know like we were talking about timing earlier mm -hmm. how things in life we want it to be like now we have specific deadlines and goals and like yeah time timing I mean, for everything who, who but created that yeah who yeah only uh, like we literally create or it's like kind of you know, set from our families or whatever, just like, this is how it's supposed to be. I'm like, but who said that? Mm -hmm. What happens if we don't get there? Then what happens? And then we're just like, I think that's where like a lot of pressures come in. You know, people start to get like anxious about certain things in life, why things aren't happening. Yeah. 
And it's just like sometimes in life, too specific. Yeah, we we just have such. Yeah, I had a whole podcast about this, about like you know, there's the pressures of like having to reach like certain goals by a certain time, and like even myself, honestly, like now that I'm like in my (laughs) thirties, like I feel the pressure of like crap. My next thing is to have kids, Mm. so it's like, but then I have to remind myself and like knowing that like. I need to take that pressure off of myself and knowing that like it's going to happen yep. in the perfect right timing when it's supposed to. It, it's, it's, you know, rather than like a certain age, like, cause yeah. I've had this thing in my head, this little bug. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. I'm like, he wants to, <laughs> wants to say a little something yeah. too. But yeah, no, timing is everything. And I feel like that's when you have to trust, you have to trust the universe. Mm-hmm. You have to trust the journey of your life. Um, and sometimes they don't come. I mean, I, in my wildest dreams that I ever think, I would be married to a woman. Like yeah. I would have laughed in your face 10 years ago, <laughs> 15 years ago. Like it just like that, di- that wouldn't have made sense. And now I can't imagine my life without her. W- yeah. without her. And like having like this new life and going on this new journey of like creating a family. And just like, I have to understand that what's meant for us will be for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like in searching for a house. The housing market is like really tough, but like I... I, I see our house and it sometimes it's it's probably it's not out yet right mm-hmm. it's not ready for us the same thing with like a baby when it's ready for you that that baby is meant to be yours mm-hmm. at that moment yeah in that time mm-hmm. you know it's the same thing with like when you travel or certain trips or your studio mm-hmm. you know look at the journey that took you oh, to yeah. get here oh, yeah. you know when you think it's going to open by this and so much more yeah. has to happen. Mm-hmm. But the timing, I mean, it's like divine timing. I wholeheartedly believe in that. Yep. And you find, I, it's like, I feel like you have to just find peace in knowing that. Yeah. And once you find that and you accept that, that's it. Like, let life be life yeah. and live it. You, yeah, exactly. Yes. It's, that's what I was going to say. You can be fully present. Be fully present. Like enjoy. Then you can enjoy making your aesthetically cute coffees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Because you're letting go of everything. Yes, and being happy in the little moments. Yeah. Because you're not so fixated on everything else. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, this was so much fun. Oh my god. I'm so happy I got to have you on. Thank you for having me. I cannot wait to have you on in the future. Yes. Hopefully when you have like new life updates and oh we can God. talk about all the new experiences. Yeah. And your new life updates too. We shall see. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Love you so, so much. I and you. I hope that your story can impact others. Let others know how they can find you. You can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm also on TikTok, Vavavoom Artistry. Um, and yeah, vavavoomartistry.com is our website and, um, we're here for all your beauty needs. And if you want to chit chat, I <laughs> can talk is the best. Yeah, yeah. I can talk to the wall at this point, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're, I'm an open book. So I, I love to connect with people and network with people and yeah, that's it. We're in the people business. So, you know. And you're genuine about it, which is one of the things I love. Thank you. So thank you again. Love you so much. Love you. Until next time.